And uh, now the newly elected Florida election supervisor, the Count. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you, ladies and gentlemen. I am the Count. And I love to count. And I am the solution for the inefficiency in Florida's election process. Why, it's easy as... One, two, three. <laughs> That's how elementary tabulating can be. <laughs> Discarding ballots makes it easy. <laughs> like taking halaba from old ladies. First you count the holes that never were punched. A double punch is disqualified. <laughs> Take the fingers on your hand and count them. Just like me. One, two, three, four, five. Oh, I only have four. Oops. Sorry. Time for a recount. One, two. Yours truly. Brit Summers at thebritsummershow.com. Presents the sweet sound of success. Good tune, voted best. The number one tune this week. KJ, I thank him for uh, wheeling it all the way out here. One of those bits that you think is going to be extinct and uh, out of date, but it just keeps coming back. That's from uh, that's from the 2000 election. <laughs> and I thought I had it, but I couldn't find it. So uh, KJ was kind enough to, uh, because he's not online, because he's showing the world. And uh, <laughs> he drove it over here. So thank you, KJ. You're listening to the Brit Summer Show on 95.3 FM, 1470 WWNN, broadcasting live from a county where everybody counts backwards like Ed Norton. 99, 98, 3. We just, uh, we just don't have the ability to count here or uh, <laughs> appoint a uh, erstwhile election supervisor. <laughs> Oh, but Snipes, she's uh, very indignant and very imperious. You know, the more imperious people get, you know, the more they have no idea what they're doing and they're trying to (laughs) save face. 
She's very indignant. Uh, one reporter asked her, um, well, actually, he didn't ask her. He, he, he commented. He said, are you aware that uh, Broward County is the laughing stock of the country right now? And, and her answer was, and I, I, I can get the audio. I ain't doing no comedy. There ain't no comedy here. Yeah, well, this is one of the funniest things that's happened in, in 18 years. Yeah, I, well, here we go again. And uh, it's impossible to do a, a pre-recorded radio show in this day and age. Just not without looking like an idiot. Because uh, everything I'm going to talk about during this show is happening while they're counting. And uh, for all intents and purposes, by the time this show airs, they'll still be counting. So we'll see how, <laughs> we'll see what happens on that, because uh, I, I have a hunch that all of this is going to go to the courts again, and eventually they're going to appoint either Al Gore or George W. Bush, because this is like, uh, un, as Neil would say, believable. Boy, if he, he was alive today, he'd be saying deja vu all over again. We went through this down here. In November 2000, of course, uh, I made a fortune because I was still being nationally syndicated at that time. So a a lot of stuff. I'm going to play. I played some last week and I'm going to play some more uh, this week. Now, if you hear uh, George Bush mentioned in the comedy bits or uh, Al Gore or whatever, uh, that's because it's from November 2000. But you can uh, fast forward in your own mind what's really going on here. But uh, hey, why not? Why let that go to waste? The only one, the only bit I can find is the David Boys bit. One of the attorneys for Bush. Uh, David, no, he he wasn't for Bush. He was on our side. I don't even remember. (laughs) Uh, David Boys. And I I did the uh, Leslie Gore song, That's the Way Boys Is. And I, I can't find it. Of course, we're talking 18 years ago. And it's interesting... Or if I should use the current lexicon. So, it's interesting that uh, because this was 18 years ago, Facebook was not around in 2000. Maybe in a, a, a tiny sense. It was back in 2000. It was uh, uh, MySpace. <laughs> that was the equivalent of Facebook back then. I guess Facebook was around, but it wasn't like it is now. There was no real... Although uh, cell phones were starting to make the rounds, uh, uh, people had flip phones. But outside of texting, there was no real social media. I mean, yeah, we had the internet and all that stuff, but social media was just getting off the ground in the late 90s. People were, myself included, were discovering uh, the world of chat rooms, which I did not like, and to this day I don't like them. Um, You know why? Because you don't know who you're talking to. But it's interesting to see what's happening right now on social media, how it would have went down 18 years ago. The same memes, the same jokes, the same remarks. In fact, I threw a remark up there. Uh, If you want to have some Florida fun, relabel your boxes in your storage area or your closet to say provisional ballots, (laughs) which I'm going to do because I have to go to storage uh, pretty soon. Uh, since I'm getting my studio back together, I got to put some more stuff in here. And uh, when I go and I'm, I see the boxes of stuff, which I know is pretty much uh, tapes, uh, I'll just put I'll put a little uh, piece of paper to handwritten provisional ballots. <laughs> but before we move uh, further ahead in the show, I, I would just want to mention uh, Stan Lee. Uh, if you haven't heard by now, Stan Lee passed away, and. Uh, eh, Comic pioneer, yeah. I mean, let's face it, he was 95. He was the last of the original comic book pioneers. Uh, But only in terms of text. It was really Jack Kirby did all the work and never got, well, now he's getting credit. He passed away like 30 years ago. Jack Kirby uh, gets very, uh, got little mention up until the movies actually said, oh, it was Jack Kirby that did this? Stan Lee... (laughs) Uh, he took credit for Jack Kirby's work, so it, it's an interesting story. But he was the old man of the comic book uh, generation, so uh, yeah, we can't let him uh, be forgotten without this. It's 
Spider veins, spider veins. Old broads get spider veins. Blue and red, it's really gross. That's why they invented pantyhose to wear over their legs. To hide the spider veins. Combined with cellulite, it's not a pretty sight to see. It's more like looking at a Rand McNally roadmap. Women on their feet all day or giving birth in a frequent way get veins that spread and grow in size from her ankles to her thighs all up and down her legs to get the spider veins up and down her legs she's got spider veins Fred summer show 95.3 fm 1470 wwnn so we have the biggest fraudster of all time second oh i'm sorry second only to trump himself uh, Rick Scott, who defrauded uh, uh, Medicare here in Florida. But don't bother the old biddies in, in uh, the villages. They knew that, but they don't care because the way the villages vote is anything bad, that's good because we're out of here soon. We're checking out, baby, and we don't care. We're old, we're angry, we're bitter, we're mean, and we're going to die soon. And we're going to leave you with this. And that, that's who put Rick Scott in twice. So uh, na- last week, and again, I, <laughs> I don't know how the hell I'm going to do this show because every day it's something new. And uh, Okay, um, maybe I'm three, four days out before you hear this, and by then it's all going to be stale, worn out, irrelevant, meaningless. And I was really thinking twice about even doing it this week. I thought maybe the upcoming Thanksgiving holiday would give us uh, some breather space, but I don't think that's going to happen. And uh, like I said last week, I got the mishpuka coming down, so I got a lot of work to do in this place. I got to get everything prepared and ready and all the food and all this, <clears throat> which I enjoy doing. I just don't have uh, the luxury of time to do that and the show and everything else. So, I mean, I'm sure you understand because uh, it's the holidays. What are you going to do? So uh, I was debating on whether or not to even do a show this week, not just because of that, but because of the rapid pace of everyday bombshell news. And uh, <clears throat> by the time you get to this one, <laughs> this is old news already. Uh, but yeah, Rick Scott, the funniest thing that happened, and uh, this is a, <laughs> I'm setting this up for my online audiences. No terrestrial audience, you won't hear this one. But Rick Scott uh, called on the... Uh, Florida Department of Law Enforcement to uh, open an investigation into this uh, fraud, vast voter fraud. Actually, uh, nobody ever says election fraud. Nobody ever says that. Right, media? It's always voter fraud, never election fraud. Anyway, he says, I want the FDLE to look into this. And uh, their response was, uh, here, uh, courtesy of uh, the uh, late former mayor of New York, Ed Koch, the uh, Florida Department of Law Enforcement, their, their response to Rick Scott was, Fuck you. Yeah, so listen online for the uh, Mayor Koch drop. Uh, speaking of mayors, you think Bloomberg's going to run in 2020? He's only going to be 176 by then. And maybe he'll shrink even shorter. He, he's only three feet tall now. I don't see that happening. And anybody who wants to discuss the 2020, uh, just come on, just wait. It's, it's impossible to say how that's going to turn out. In 2014, would anybody have thought Trump would have won? Really? I mean, it's, it's foolish to, to even talk about it right now. Maybe at the beginning of the year, once uh, Congress is in session next year, uh, then, then we'll have uh, some things to discuss. But as far as any uh, <clears throat> frontrunners, uh, Democratic stars... I would say just uh, right now, but that could change. Beto O'Rourke has a good shot, and he was uh, recently seen in Iowa. So uh, evidently he's test putting his toe in the water and Gillibrand. But that's all I'm going to say about it until next year because it's ridiculous to even entertain it right now. Uh, although I understand the desperation. Oh, boy. And so does two-thirds of this country. We all understand the desperation. To get rid of this uh, inhuman bag of flesh, the uh, uh, functioning flesh. There's nothing inside. There's no heart. 
There's not no compassion, no empathy with the uh, catastrophic fires in California. And he tweets that. By now you know what it is. I'm not going to go into it, but uh, not just the president. It's just any human being whose heart doesn't go out to them out there. And my brother lives out there, and uh, knock on laminate, him and his family are okay. Uh, it didn't, it, well, they did have to evacuate once, but uh, they came back and everything was in its place. It, he told me that it's a commonplace now to just uh, have a bag ready. These fires are so big and, uh, and, and so often that just have a bag ready with all your important stuff in there, just so you could hop in the car and go. And the real tragedy to this fire, and I know there's going to be movies about this, uh, people were evacuating. And the people who were evacuating, what I didn't know, or where these fires spread. And so what did they say? It covered eight uh, football fields of land uh, in less than three or four seconds. That's how fast these things move. So people in their cars on the road uh, waiting to evacuate, you know, there's naturally a traffic jam. Uh, they're sitting there and they're just whew, just engulfed in flames and they and they die. A lot of the bodies they found were sitting in their cars because uh, it happened so fast. Uh, and there were, there were some survivors in the cars that uh, <clears throat> uh, they, uh, the firefighters had bulldozers or what have you, saved a lot of lives. <clears throat> the, the congratulations go out to the firefighters out there. <laughs> Please. This, this... I mean, his father knew this, this, he was a simpleton and an idiot. He was bailing him out of everything until he died. So if you take his wallet away, what you got is a homeless man. Because he wouldn't be able to... Here's a guy who can't do anything. Anything except munch a, a, a hamburger. And the slap in the face he gave to veterans <clears throat> uh, on both days. Uh, veterans Day in France and, and Veterans Day here. He chose to stay in sulk. Because of the midterms, he chose to stay in sulk in his room, eating hamburgers and watching TV. This is the mighty leader that uh, the Trump supporters uh, fall to their knees about. Speaking of falling to their knees, the protests we had down here, not too far from here in Lauder Hill and Lauderdale Lakes, like the John Bolton suit-wearing uh, protesters that were busted here in 2000, well, they're, they're not the same. I'm pretty sure a lot of them are... Uh, Congressional staffers, that's how Republicans work. They bust them in. The Mercer's bank bankroll. Oh, you don't hear that name. It's always, well, George Soros, George Soros. Never the Mercer's. No relation to Johnny Mercer, thankfully. And they they did, they bust them in here. Uh, along with the, uh, what the hell they call it? The uh, uh, They're not skinheads anymore. They uh, can't afford razors, so they call themselves the... Uh, the bad boys, the fat boys, or some kind of boys. And uh, not David boys. But they uh, were protesting uh, against the uh, other protests. You know, they had the Democratic protesters and, uh, and the uh, fat boys, the something boys. I, I don't want to know what their name is. But they're uh, uber-Nazi right-wingers. And what happened was, it wasn't a widely told story. But somebody, I guess somebody was playing the national anthem or they were singing the national anthem at this protest rally. And uh, in a symbol of solidarity, uh, some of the women in this uh, protest took to, the, they took to their knees. What do the Trump supporters do? They walk up to them and pull out their penis in front of their face. This, this is the uh, example of Trump supporters. This is the mentality the level of animals that they are. Anybody who voted or, or supports Trump, that's the best they can do. Pull out their penis. But what amazes me is that they found a penis to pull out. I mean, if you look at these somebody's pot-bellied middle-aged uh, rednecks, these hicks, it's amazing that they, they found something to pull out of their pants. But that's the level of intelligence you're dealing with here. Of course, I'm the only one that's saying it. It was a story, but only for a few seconds, only for a bleep on the radar. Because at this stage, everybody's talking about how Trump got somebody to fire Kirsten Newsom, the bitch of Buchenwald. It only makes you wonder how can you get worse. That's one thing you can rely on Trump. If it can get worse, he'll make it worse. And it's going to be 
<sighs> deadly now because all she was doing was separating the kids from their families. How are they going to make that worse? They'll probably, well, well, uh, what's her name? Betsy DeVos already is, is handpicking them for her adoption agency. Uh, so for a hundred grand each or whatever it is, so you can buy her rich fr- family can buy a little slave. Uh, yeah, that's that's not in the news either. And I, but I have that story somewhere. In fact, I talked about it on on a previous show. They're not going to kill him. They're going to find a way to profitize this. They already are uh, with the private uh, prison systems. They they own all those camps. They built them, so they're making a fortune on this. It's the children they want. They're not going to kill those. They'll probably uh, come up with a final solution for the uh, fam- the other family members, the, the parents, or kids they're not happy with. This is the country we live in. I'm ta- I can't believe I'm talking about that, but that's that's the direction we're headed. Although hopefully in January, something will change. Maybe the gridlock will help. I don't know. Your vote's automatically calculated by computers that the GOP Summer show, yeah, for all you right wing uh, and all you right wing radio haters out there, go flip your penis if you can find it. Uh, you could go to the dollar store and get a pair of tweezers that'll help you find it. You could flip your penis out. This is the mentality, this is the mentality of the Trump supporters out there pulling their penis out and, sho- and shoving it in your face uh, because that's the level of intellect you're dealing with, which uh, rates about as high as a bug. In New Jersey, we have another Democratic winner, uh, uh, Andy Kim. Oh! Yes, none other than uh, Andy Kim, uh, who isn't Andy Kim, <laughs> when I heard that. Uh, the new congressman in New Jersey is Andy Kim and not Andy Kim. No. What do I mean by that? And I, I thought it is right around the same time Nicole did it on her show, but uh, yeah, this Andy Kim. Who's by no means anything like Andy Kim. Uh, Andy Kim, I think, is Lebanese and lives in Canada. He's Canadian. The, uh, the singer Andy Kim, also song composer, who, if this song has any kind of uh, sound-alike to it, it's uh, he was the co-writer with uh, Ron Banty on Sugar Sugar. So it's like... Same kind of... And no, Andy Kim is Asian... So you have you have to separate the Asian Andy Kim, the congressman, from the uh, Lebanese Canadian Andy Kim. Uh, that brings me to another. Anybody remember uh, Johnny Symbol? No. 
because he sounded like him. And uh, when that song came out, Rock Me Gently by Andy Kim, I thought, at, in, before I knew it was Andy Kim, I thought it was uh, Neil Diamond. He was like doing an impression of Neil Diamond in that song. I mean, to me, at the time, I'm like, what is he doing, Neil Diamond? And uh, turns out he's uh, nothing, not even close to Neil Diamond. Uh, but it brings to mind Johnny Symbol, who's uh, had similar, they both were at the Brill Building, and they were both, uh, Johnny Symbol, nobody knows who that is. He passed away very young, 49. And uh, he did a song called Mr. Bassman, which, by the way, the bassman they used in that song was the uh, bass singer from the Five Satins, Ernie Brighton. I can't remember his name. Nobody knows what I'm talking about, but I'm glad I'm, I'm, I'm going off the rails because of this uh, election recount. Uh, but Johnny, Johnny Symbol, <clears throat> he did Mr. Bassman, and he also did, in 1968, under the name Derek, which was his brother's name, but it was Johnny Symbol. Uh, another song that was really, really good, and I'll play a piece of it for you. It was called Cinnamon. But in 68, turbulent as that year was, some of the music that came out in 68 was just phenomenal. I mean, Beatles aside, I mean, the, the music bar was high. So there was a lot of great stuff came out that year, and one of them was this. I mean, it's kind of bubblegummy and poppy, but uh, it's a bouncy tune. Oh, and how can I forget? We had another winner down here that I talked about recently, and her name is Donna. Yeah, that's uh, Johnny Symbol, a.k.a. Derek. And for some reason, I keep putting Andy Kim and him together because it's the same kind of a poppy, bubblegummy sound. And they never did a bit to this song, but uh, it, deserves a, it deserves a little uh, resurgence in popularity. It wasn't all that bad, and it did really bad in the charts <laughs> in 68. Well, look what it was up against. CCR, The Beatles, Stones, uh, you name it, all the big top pops. But it, so there's no way this thing could squeak up the, and but it did a little bit, yeah. So no, that's not Andy Kim or or the other Andy Kim. That there is Derek, aka Johnny Symbol. Yeah, I, I go off in one of these uh, rock and roll history tangents, and I don't know why. <laughs> I know why. It's so I don't have to keep talking about this goddamn recount thing that's going on and get my mind off it. Oh boy. I'm glad uh, my Thanksgivings I'm very grateful for because uh, the, the, the people that were uh, right-wing uh, Republicans, uh, they're no longer with us, so there's no arguing during dinner. I think I'll play Mr. Moman uh, to open the second portion of this show uh, because it's online and uh, there's a lot of Neil listeners and I'll remember that fondly from uh, the Mo days. What I mean by that is the uh, sports talk days with uh, Mo Howard and David today which wasn't his name. It was Howard Howard David, but uh, uh, that's a long story. That's an entire show, which I did do a show about Mo Howard or David back in, uh, what was five years ago. Maybe I'll play that one again just to fill time. But I'm going to scoot my cute little booty out of here for now and, and uh, get ready for the uh, Thanksgiving holidays, as uh, I'm sure you want to as well. And uh, there's going to be more show in just a few moments uh, so to my terrestrial listeners, happy Thanksgiving. I'll see you in a couple of weeks right here on 95.3 FM, 1470 WWNN. It's Brittany Summers. Talk radio with balls and big ones too. She's unforgettable.
shovel and try the vacant lots. The wind can't decide the recounting today. Our votes were denied and taken away. Where else but in Florida, where Trump pushes the governor? Summer Show, FYINation.com, GDPRRevolution99.com, SoFloRadio.com, TheBritSummerShow.com, TuneIn, Stitcher, and Patreon. And uh, yeah, it's a little bit dated, but uh, only kind of, only kind of. Uh, I just didn't feel like editing out the uh, George Bush stuff, but George Bush is still in the news. Did you know that he was campaigning for not just Bart, I like beer, Kavanaugh, uh, he was also campaigning for Rick Scott here. And not to mention, he, he uh, voiced an opinion about the uh, recount here. Like, like he has something to say about it. Oh, what he put us... Not him. His people put us through. Uh, ironically, Bill Nelson is using one of Bush's attorneys that was here for 2000. <laughs> so, fucking insane. Uh, and I, I got a... Uh, hunch that maybe by the time the next show airs there still won't be a decision <laughs> i'm hoping not because i sure as hell don't want DeSantis as governor we can kiss the uh, medicaid supplement bye 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 that's right bye 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 we'll, we'll never get it in florida my friend who lives up in new york says the uh, obamacare up there because they take the medicaid medicaid supplement uh it, it's fabulous the the uh, aca works beautifully up there not a problem with healthcare in New York. But this ain't New York. This is the South, boy. Will we fuck everything up? Yes, sir. And we're goddamn indignant about it. Like Brenda Snipes. I ain't doing no comedy here. You keep saying that, girl. Uh, and then pretty soon, somebody's going to have to appoint. Well, if we get to Santa, she'll probably stay. Because she was appointed by Bush. Jebster. So they're going to just appoint, uh, they'll leave her in place. They like that when you uh, miscount and cheat. That's how Republicans win. And, and the media. They got that media in their pocket. I'm going to hammer on that uh, just about every show, I think. Because if there's one thing I want to be known for ever, it's not for being a trans woman. It's not for doing this or doing that. The one thing I want to be known for is to make the Democratic Party understand how fucking important the media is and to take it seriously now. Take it seriously now. Oh, that's silliness. Oh, that's fool. Oh, that's uh, for punditry. Yeah, the pundits who make $1,500 in appearance. Remember that. And that's why you'll see pundit after pundit after pundit following one show to the next. They're making... You make two, three appearances, that, that's a nice check. They're not reporters. They're not journalists. They're just pundits. But that's who people listen to. Pundits. So how do you, how do you address yourself? I mean, how do you present yourself? Uh, hello, my name is so-and-so, and I'm a pundit. They actually introduce themselves as a pundit. I'm a pundit. <laughs> what the fuck do they know? I don't know. I'm a pundit. And they're all wrong all the time. There's a couple that I really enjoy. 
And they're always wrong. <laughs> you can't take them seriously for anything. Uh, except they have a nice... Uh, some of them are bloggers or, or uh, columnists. And they write beautifully. They write some interesting stuff, but they're always wrong. Oh, Hillary will be the next president. Let's just kick our shoes up on the desk and not worry about a thing, because Trump, are you kidding? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And you know, let's, let's see some of, let's roll back some of the video from 2016. The, some of the video that uh, Joe Scarborough and Mika had uh, Trump on there like uh, every show. And they were just kissing his his orange ass. Uh, Scarborough had uh, Cheeto, uh, yeah, orange Cheeto salt all over his lips. But now, oh, Trump's a bad guy. Oh, we're not going to do this. Oh, I'm not a Republican anymore. Yeah. You know what? If, if Trump uh, said he'd be on your show again, you would uh, do a backflip and uh, pull your pants down. You're just whores. That's why I can only watch it passingly. I just gonna. I'd, I'd rather read my news. I'd rather read my news and hear valid sources, uh, 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 either online or uh, on the on the on the uh, internet, because there's nothing on the air. So uh, there's a lot of valid sources out there that won't open their mouth unless they're backed up by the facts. There, there's some of them out there, and that's what I pay attention. I don't watch TV with the graphics and all the zooms and the zaps and. The, um, the uh, especially I don't watch Fox News with their leg cam in the afternoon. Uh, they have that cam down low, and back back when Roger Ailes was there, I think they called it the uh, leg cam or the upskirt cam. And uh, you know what? I don't get though. CNN's got some very pretty girls working there. It's like, well, how come? How come they don't? Oh, because they don't have the uh, leg cam. <laughs> there you go, uh, CNN. Just. Uh, with the camera down low, I mean, the, the women on there are just as attractive as the ones they have on uh, Fox News. So <laughs> that'll get them old farts uh, shaking their catheters. Uh, and that's why their their audiences, old old men, old white men, they like Fox News because of that camera. It makes them think back in a day when they could get it up. <laughs> But uh, <laughs> what was that? Andrew Lack said if he, he at one time if he hired more right wing people on there, like uh, what's her name, the blonde who's twenty eight million dollars richer now and out of work. You don't have to do that. They, they do the other Fox uh, enticement. <laughs> if you want to be more like Fox News, put the camera down on the floor, like they do. And make all the girls wear uh, micromania. And then Roger Ailes died a long time ago, and they're still doing it. <laughs> and how do I know it? It's not that I watch it, but when you're seeing like screen grabs and stills of Fox News, it's like they're still doing it. <laughs> it's like, what news? What news? I got great legs. See, if I keep my mouth shut, no one knows the difference. <laughs> I could be on, I'll take the, uh, I'll take the money just to sit there and look pretty. Just like, uh, <laughs> what's her name? Oh, yeah, she, she's not on anymore. Crystal Ball. She, she was on MSNBC. Yeah, never had much to add or say. She just sat there and looked very pretty. So, um, I think she had a lot of kids, got married, and she's retired from the business now. But, yeah, it was Crystal Ball. <laughs> I haven't seen her. And she, another one with money. Another one who just put the label journalist on, on herself just to uh, feel meaningful like she accomplished something in life. She came from big money. It's just such a joke because the news is that it, it, we don't have any on TV, that is. And there's uh, very, very little on the radio uh, unless it's uh, filtered news. Uh, you really have to do your work to uh, get to the bottom of their, all the stories. And you have to read like 50 of them to find out what actually happened, if that's what happened. So it's not the lying press, the fake news, fake news. There's just so much garbage out there that, uh, and I'm looking at, and I'm very disappointed in a lot of my Facebook friends that are putting these, uh, what is it? Uh, not Vox, 
but it's something like news views or some kind of some asshole any asshole can uh, you can get a, a domain uh like hardhittinggrizzlednews.com and just uh, start a news site and they're getting posted like uh, this is real uh, quality stuff of course uh there is no fake news for trump when it comes to breitbart daily caller and uh, and you know the rest so it's just like a uh, reflection time he's just projecting everything uh, the fake news if he calls a fake news you know it's good like jim acosta i tell you for fox news to get on board with that amicus brief i know some people say amicus brief but i say amicus brief uh against the white house uh, first of all to defend the uh, first amendment but for fox news to join with msnbc and cnn uh <clears throat> that tells me that uh, Jim Acosta is widely respected in uh, the uh, circles of journalism there. And uh, he must, and he seems uh, by all accounts, I mean, I, I saw, I mean, you, you can only tell by what you see on TV, but I saw him on Colbert and he seems like a very genuine, pretty nice guy. So if they uh, create a unified front in defense of Jim Acosta, go for it. I think that that's a, a nice thing. Uh, he didn't deserve that, although he, I'm certain he's going to, use this to his advantage somehow uh i wouldn't call it a spin but it's going to make him a very uh sought after uh, journalist and uh, he's not quitting he's got balls the size of watermelons which is more than i can say for trump who's got little bb's hanging little frady cat he you're fired you're fired he never fired anybody because he's a scared he's just like uh his supporters the supporters can relate to that because they're all mouth they're all bullshit. They're all bluster. But they're afraid. They're afraid. Because when it comes to, I'm a patriot. And this pisses me off, especially after Veterans Day. I'm a patriot. Uh huh. What branch did you serve in? What branch did you serve in? Don't you fucking dare call yourself a patriot if you didn't serve your country. Just because you turn your radio on doesn't make you a patriot. It makes you a, a, just a fucking asshole to call yourself a patriot. I'll listen to this guy. I'll listen to that show. i watch this on Fox. You're just an asshole. Oh, no, no, no. I'm a patriot. I li- what branch were you in? Oh, they're afraid. They're afraid. And those veterans who are on their side, the gun toters, they're usually like uh, skinhead rejects from the military, like with uh, Blackwater. Betsy DeVos's brother, Eric Prince, is Blackwater. Those, those were the ex-cons. Oh, yeah, they got the brig in, in service. And a lot of that's where they came from. A lot of dishonorably discharged flotsam and jetsam that were in the service. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. They had military training. They had train-killing machines. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. But they're just murderers. Hired guns, and that's what you get. So, and yeah, that's the rep. If, if you're a veteran on the Republican side, you're probably a reject, dishonorably discharged. Those, those are the vets you get in the Republicans. There's a few of them, like Tom Cotton. Tom Cotton, he was probably run out of the service because guys like that, if you make your, your troops uh, angry, if you uh, piss them off enough, you, you better watch your back. And that's the kind of guy that would do that. I could just tell by his. his, his demeanor his attitude those are the kind of fuckers that have a hard time you know, he probably had to get out of the service but uh overall i would say a majority of all the veterans are, are democrats because they know they don't want no more war they the ones that have seen action they don't want to see that again they don't want anyone to see that nightmare again they've lived it those are the real veterans and any candidate that's pro-Russia, pro-Putin, like it's not just Trump. A lot of Republicans are. They're, they're, they're not gonna, veterans aren't going to vote for them. They know better. And they know that Iraq was a fucking joke. That a lot of blood was shed for nothing. So anybody who calls themselves a patriot and you never served, don't fuck with the vets that way. Have inept election officials left you confused? Here is your guide to understanding how to cast your vote in Palm Beach County, Florida. Follow along with me to see just how easy it can be. Let's get started, shall we? Joining me here in the booth is Mr. Mermelstein. Uh-huh. Who are you voting for? Al Lieberman. Yeah, I see. Now, read the butterfly ballot, starting with Bush Cheney in the left column, Buchanan, Chickle Groover, yeah. Mengele, Eichmann, and Goebbels in the right. 
Where's our Lieberman? Over there. This Goebbels guy. Yes? Is this the guy who makes my baby food? No. Now simply punch a hole in the 1959 Univac key punch card. Okay, where? where? Over there. Here. Use this microscope. Oh, there. Is that it? No. Uh, okay, I'll punch you again. Is this No, it? no. That invalidates your vote. All right, yeah, I'll punch you again. And another you do one. that again, I'll punch you! One more for good measure. Why, you... <laughs> Doddering old heeb. Remember, comrades, if you want to live in Florida, exercise your right to vote in accordance to the little brother. Thank goodness it's fun when... Brittany Summers on the Brit Summers Show. What's the deal? Making like a right wing Ally McBeal. The little brother governor is copping a bill. And you're a busy beaver with elections to steal. She's going down. Down. Cause she's the secretary of Bush. There's nothing she can't fix. Can't she's fix. She's a Republican partisan bitch. She can be a bitch. That's Catherine Harris, the secretary of Bush. Ambassador's a big advance. A little stinky finger's gonna get you there fast. Snuggle with the governor and get a free pass. Cause from the neck down, you got a tight little ass. You're going down. Down. Cause you're the Secretary of Bush. There's nothing you can't fix. You're a Republican partisan bitch. She's our bitch. That's Catherine Harris, the Secretary of Bush. <laughs> Chips, noodling, Kathy, Big Bush. You're listening to the Brit Summer Show. So this uh, Whitaker, this. Uh, Forest Whitaker, <laughs> uh, uh, this Labo Meat, uh, uh, who looks like Wilson Fisk, the the placeholder for uh, Trump until they appoint someone even worse than this guy, at which they don't. <laughs> Constitutionally, it's been made very clear that they don't have to appoint nobody. They got Rosenstein there, uh, but uh, he don't like Rosenstein. No, he's a scared. He's a scared. And by the time this show airs, who knows how many indictments will fly. Uh, so, and, and John Oliver already spoke about this. He, he ran a, uh, well, he was on the board of an, an inventor, what is it, a patent scam operation. Where else? None other than right here in sunny South Florida. Yeah, the idea was that you gave them four to $40,000 and they would patent your invention and market it and get it made and all this. It was like Shark Tank, only it was a real Shark Tank. God, I hate that show. Oh, I hate that fucking show. All those, what, Mark Cuban. Shove your money up your ass, you faker fuck. Mark Cuban. God damn it, I hate that fucking show. You know, I was on an airplane. Uh, as a JetBlue, where they have the TV sets. And some asshole was watching Shark Tank. <laughs> Look at this guy. Look at his invention. Like, where's Mayor Koch when you need him? Fuck you. Yeah, and fuck all those uh, wealthy fuckers. So he was scammed from four thousand to forty thousand dollars. These people at him, they would promise them all of these things. All of these things. Yes, and uh, they gave them nothing. They just took the money and ran. He didn't get no jail time. Uh, he didn't get convicted or nothing, but uh, he's definitely on the board. And he was there as the muscle head. He was the enforcer. He would, he would threaten to break legs. You know, I'm a former U.S. attorney. Uh, okay, if you don't listen to me, we're going to break your legs and t t take a uh, Negan baseball bat to your head. That was the kind of operation it was. Well, they're long gone now, but it's no secret what he did. It's well documented, and there's video of it even. So... I didn't even want to talk about it this week, except for the fact that he looks just like Wilson Fisk. 
anybody watch Netflix and watch the Daredevil series, the Marvel, speaking of Stan Lee, uh, <clears throat> Daredevil, which is uh, very Catholic. It's a very Catholic show. Father, could you help an old older boy? I'm a Catholic. I, <laughs> I don't know. They like dwell on Catholicism on this show. Uh, but if you can get through that part, the bad guy is Wilson Fisk, who's played by uh, Vincent uh, Dionafrio, I guess his name is. Uh, good actor. I mean, he's a very convincing bad guy. Uh, but in the comic, you know, it's funny. Somebody mentioned that the original Kingpin, and somebody said that it was uh, in the comic, the Kingpin was uh, African-American. Uh, I don't think so. I did some research on it, and uh, he's he, no, he's a cack. Uh, oh, wait a minute, wait a minute, hold on. Somehow, I don't know how Roscoe Lee Brown got involved in this, but uh, I don't know. Anyway, this Whitaker slab of meat, and I don't say beef, I say meat, just a slab of uh, uh, white flesh. Uh, he just resembles Wilson Fisk. So that's what I had to say about that. Uh, <laughs> And, when, and while I'm on the subject of the 2000 recount, why not play something that's entirely dated? I mean, there's, there's no salvaging this one. Let's go for it. Stop the count in Florida. This one is partisan. Stop the count in Florida. Make sure that Georgie won. Judge O'Connor is aware that Georgie's pop wants a suit and tie and food day Scalia, he's a dumb old guinea Clarence Thomas is an Uncle Tom. Don't bother them about democracy now. They want George to be found. Don't count him Listening to the Brit Summer Show. Hey, that's another blast from the past. 18 years ago, this month. Uh, <laughs> and uh, yeah, you're going to hear a lot of outdated but still relevant material to this show. Uh, actually, I'm, I'm kind of uh, out of time. Uh, but before I, I close the show today, I just wanted to say, just to move away from politics, uh, I just wanted to mention that uh, I have kind of, kind of quit smoking. And what I mean by that is I was up to three packs a day. And uh, several months ago, I decided it's just too much. <clears throat> and if you listen closely to the show, you can hear uh, I was starting to wheeze and everything. It was, it was getting to be too much. And not to mention, I saw what it was doing to my uh, equipment. Uh, hard drives do not like uh, tar and nicotine. So, yeah, it was a bad habit, but uh, I was uh, severely depressed especially since uh, 2009 and uh, and that's when my and when I lost my house naturally you know the usual the stories of depression it just uh, contributed to my uh, smoking habit so I went up to like three packs a day and I'm proud to announce that now I am down to three packs a week oh yes and I owe it all to uh, these uh, vaping things the, the these uh, I'm vaping okay and uh, I don't know what the, where the joke started. I mean, his family guy, Bill Maher, uh, everybody who vapes is a douche. Okay, so if you're a douchebag, if you're vape, you, you can't win. Smoking's bad enough, but if you're trying to quit, and, and it really is a good supplement to, to stop smoking, uh, and, and you're still, still a douchebag for doing it, uh, you, you just can't win in this uh, society. So uh, I'm kind of proud of that. And these little canisters are really, uh, really good. I made the mistake years ago. I tried them once before, and uh, they come in all different flavors and colors and all that stuff. So I tried like a, 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 I forgot what flavor, but it was a flavor, and it didn't feel like I was smoking. So I thought, well, let's be realistic. And if you're going to try to supplement your smoking habit, 
uh, go with a tobacco-flavored thing. So I did, and it tastes good like a cigarette shot. Now, how'd that jingle go? If you're lucky for good taste in a filter cigarette, change to Winston, our flavor in a filter cigarette. Make it Winston, because Winston tastes good like a cigarette should. Winston tastes good like a cigarette should. Winston is the filter cigarette with flavor, for only Winston gives you both a modern filter and filter blend up front. Filter blend means fine tobaccos, specially selected, then specially processed for the best taste in filter smoking. Next pack, make it flavor. Make it Winston, America's largest selling filter cigarette. Winston tastes good like a cigarette should. Winston tastes good Change to Winston. Okay. <laughs> Here's the reason I'm bringing it up. I used to buy my cigarettes at Walgreens. Never a problem. Well, they've recently instituted a new corporate policy that if you smoke cigarettes, you will be carded. Not just carded. Not just carded. See, on one hand, it's flattering to me when I get carded. But they just don't card you now. They want your license and on top of your license... They scan it. So how's that? What was that little jingle that they had uh, down on the corner? Hey, Walgreens, uh, down on the corner is another place to buy smokes. Down on the corner. Because here's the thing. I wasn't buying cigarettes. I was buying these canisters, these tanks. And they're like two for ten bucks. Uh, So, and they last me a couple days. So it's not a real tobacco product. It's, It's a canister of fluid. It just says tobacco in a thing because that's the flavor of it. But it is not a tobacco product. Don't confuse Walgreens with the facts. It seems to me they're just trying to close down their their, uh, tobacco counter in the back like CVS did. And this is to dissuade customers from buying from them. Well, great. There's other places to go. Walgreens ain't the only place down on the corner. Uh, So it's not a big deal. There's, There's plenty of places I can get them. That's just, uh, why do they have to do this corporate dictatorship kind of bullshit? It's just, uh, I used to, I used to not mind Walgreens. Uh, CVS is expensive. And then they give you like coupons down to your puppet for products that you'll never buy. Uh, so I've been going to Walgreens, but not anymore. So Walgreens. Bye, bye, bye. Now, I know I've played this one just recently, but it seems to fit, so I'm going to play it again. This is kind of like a twin spin uh, just a couple of shows ago. But I can't think of anything more fitting for South Florida after what just happened uh, with this election. Recalcitrant town, smarmy and sleazy, populated by clowns with no balls. Run by whores, recalcitrant town, angry Hispanic fools. Arrogant angels of apathy. In the tip of the nation's penis, live the losers who want to believe they're the center of the world. You have been listening to the Bird Summer Show on FYINation.com, GDPR Revolution 99.com, GoforRadio.com, TheBirdSummerShow.com, TuneIn, Stitcher, Patreon, and all of the assorted uh, and other things that were. Uh, by the way, thank you for the donations. That keeps those free downloads up there on SoundCloud all the way back to the dark ages of 2015, I think it goes back to. I don't know, I got to check. And I really should start deleting a lot of them because they're so seriously dated. Oh my God, they got to go. So everybody out there, all of my listeners, I wish you a great Thanksgiving and a restful one. Uh, Maybe an escape from this horror show of politics. And uh, when I get back, uh, maybe we'll have uh, a decision. (laughs) 
on uh, what Florida's got. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> if you enjoyed this show, great, because uh, it's going to stay in the <laughs> It's dated and it makes no sense by the time you hear it. I'll be back in a couple of weeks. Uh, thanks for listening, and uh, have a great Thanksgiving. <laughs> That's the way I see the world from here. Till next time, this is Britt Summer saying, Oi! Oi!